AviationPros.com is the portal website for AMT, airport business, and ground support worldwide magazines. Visit daily for breaking news, industry blogs, and insightful articles from our magazine's editorial team. And don't forget to sign up for our publication's daily e-newsletters. It's all at AviationPros.com. Welcome to another edition of the Aviation Pros Podcast. I'm Joe Petrie, Editorial Director for Aviation Pros. The Senate passed a historic bipartisan $1.2 trillion infrastructure bill this week, setting the stage for the largest investment in American infrastructure in a generation. This bill includes $25 billion in federal funding on top of regular AIP funds for airports. I spoke with Sam Sliman, Executive Vice President for National Transportation for Suffolk Construction, about the bill and what kind of impact this will have. So my first question for you today is, tell me a little bit about your initial thoughts on the infrastructure bill. I mean, how will this benefit airports? Uh, This is a great uh, uh, bill for airports and uh, for the nation as a whole. Uh, Just to put it in perspective, airports usually get about $3.2 to $3.5 billion a year in AIP, Airport Improvement Program. This bill basically doubled that um, uh, grant and that uh, funding uh, for airport on a yearly basis. Um, it's, uh, it's a tremendous bill. It's well, well needed um, for the airport. As you know, airport have short uh, funding for about, or they have needs of about $115 billion worth of work in the next five years. Uh, ACI had determined uh, uh, those numbers from their um, research and survey of airports. So, um, you know, having uh, this bill uh, that would uh, infuse this funding to the airport uh, and double the AIP, almost double the AIP per, per year, is um, is a welcome uh, 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 relief for airport that has gone through unprecedented uh, uh, um, unprecedented uh, impact from the uh, pandemic. As you know, airport lost significant amount of traffic, and uh, airport money comes from passenger and from traffic. So when there's no passenger, there's no traffic. They can't collect any revenue, uh, and um, and uh, the impact of the pandemic was tremendous on airports. Uh, and this bill will give them some relief uh, to uh, come back and be able to serve the passenger in a better way and increase capacity uh, and be ready for the future of the aviation in uh, the United States. Now, I know there's a few different aspects to this bill and what it will be funding for airports and aviation. So to you, what do you think are the most important ones that come out of this that were sorely needed? Well, as you know, the bill uh, uh, gives about $25 billion for airports. It's divided to, I believe, $15 billion for airport uh, infrastructure uh, grants and $5 billion for uh, uh, airport uh, terminal program, and then there's a five billion for FAA uh, um, 
air traffic control uh, program and service. So um, for airport, the first two parts, the 15 billion for airport infrastructure grant is a great infuse of money that will be distributed basically uh, based on the uh, passenger, I believe it will be distributed based on the passenger volume per, uh, per airport. And there is some dedicated uh, uh, fund for uh, small and uh, medium hub and uh, non-hub. Uh, so uh, it's well distributed uh, funding and it will allow the airports to actually take that fund and and do projects that uh, they didn't have any money for it in the past. Um, the second part, which is a more interesting part, is the $5 billion, which is not based on um, airport uh, traffic, but it's more a competitive program for uh, a terminal, uh, airport terminal program. And this is to increase capacity, um, uh, make sure that you have a better passenger access, replace aging infrastructure, bring up facilities to ABA compliance, um, a lot of energy efficiency uh, into it, and um, upgrade plant uh, facilities, uh, making sure your facility is LEED certified. And um, the last one that I was very interested in is that um, airfield safety through terminal relocation. So there is some terminals around the nations that are, um, uh, they do interfere with airfield safety, that, that they have a program that they wanna uh, replace those terminals. And this uh, bill uh, specifically talk about that $5 billion for new airport terminal program is to, um, that these kind of projects would be eligible. So. Uh, it's going to be a uh, quite some competition for that $5 billion over five years, uh, but that's healthy and it will uh, allow airports to really think out of the box and, um, and make sure that they can uh, get their program and their project uh, accepted and chosen by the, uh, by the FAA. Now, there's a lot of positive aspects to this bill for sure. But is there any places you felt it fell a little short? And if so, how so? Well, as I said before, I mean, the needs for airport is uh, uh, much more than this bill can provide right now. Uh, you know, all airport uh, uh, and uh, all airport association has been for years uh, advocating the increase to the PFC, the passenger facility charge, uh, which is uh, set by Congress. Um, it's four and a half dollar right now for uh, um, a departing passenger. Uh, I think uh, it hasn't been changed. I may be wrong, but it hasn't changed for quite some time, uh, over the 20 years. So um, I think that uh, Increasing the PFC will give the airport more sustainable um, uh, uh, source of fund for improving their facility in the future and puts it in the hand of the airport, obviously with the control of the FAA and approval of the FAA, but at least it will allow the airport to 
program those funds for longer term than just five years that this uh, this bill has. So though I stand me wrong, a lot of positives in this bill, uh, really great for the nation, uh, for the nation airport, but I think the PFC increase still has to be in the discussion for the future. Now, I know this bill dedicates $500 million per year for general aviation airports. What kind of impact do you think this is going to have on the overall industry and for these communities that rely so heavily on general aviation airports? You know, uh, the, the, uh, that $500 million, although small compared to the uh, large airports, uh, but it's really going to allow this airport to... Uh, to stay in business, I mean, to sustain their operation, because as you know, many airlines that used to fly to those airports uh, as a niche uh, market, they can't afford it to do it anymore because of the loss of the passengers. So they stopped significantly flying to these airports and the general aviation business as a whole got impacted by, uh, by COVID. Uh, corporate aviation is still much better than uh, than general aviation, but uh, I think these airports really need these funds to be able to uh, upgrade their facility and even stay in business. And now you mentioned the the five billion terminal development program that's in this bill. Can you talk a little bit about what this kind of infusion is going to have and how it's going to help the airports further on top of their regular AIP spending? Yeah, like I said, you know, the AIP funding is about 3.2 to 3.5, depending on the supplementary they add every year to it. Uh, but, uh, you know, this uh, this $5 billion, which is $1 billion a year, is uh, is a significant addition to that, to that program. And uh, it really is... Um, I'll give the secretary, I believe, if I read it correctly, a little bit more leeway on uh, on the projects that they can choose uh, to to fund. Um, and they have, you know, like I said, uh, uh, replacing aging infrastructure, uh, increasing capacity, energy efficiency. So airports in here that are competing for this fund uh, should be looking at. Uh, you know, innovative project for their airport uh, that fits in these uh, um, category that uh, that this bill uh, uh, dedicate those funds for. So, I, I believe it's going to be a really good, uh, uh, a really good um, uh, infusion of funds for airport uh, to do terminal improvement. Remember, AIP is not just terminal. AIP, a lot of it goes to the air side, to the runway, taxiways, and other things. But these are dedicated to the airport terminal program. So uh, it's a lot more specific uh, in in that situation. The other thing that it does, which is uh, uh, very interesting in this bill, um, that the five million also include uh, uh, multimodal terminal development, um, uh, on-airport rail access projects, um, and projects for relocating, reconstructing, repairing, or improving 
an airport owned air traffic control tower. So I, I think there is a um, little bit more um, a broader definition of what this money would uh, would impact. Uh, and uh, an airport can actually look at this as a venue for um, increasing their capacity and uh, connecting their terminals and making sure that their uh, their facility are more passenger friendly, if you will. And I know this terminal development program, there's going to include a federal cost share that'll be 80% for large and medium-sized airports and 95% for smaller and non-primary airports. Which of these segments do you see benefiting the most uh, from having this kind of match? And can you talk about how it's going to help with the terminal improvements they're planning? Yeah, I, I mean, if you look at the AIP, the AIP for large airports used, used to be 75% federal uh, and 25% uh, uh, airport fund. And uh, but this uh, $5 billion for the term, airport terminal program is 80%. So uh, there's a little bit difference. Uh, the airport don't have to put as much. And for a small and uh, non-hub, it's also used to be 90%, and this is 95%. So um, th this uh, distribution in the bill uh, for the airport is a better uh, cost-sharing uh, formula for them. Uh, and for the $5 billion, uh, I think the bill um, allocate 55% of that to large hubs, 15% to medium hubs, and 10% for non-hubs. So um, each of these um, category of uh, airport will benefit from this money significantly. And uh, um, uh, the reality though is the large hubs and the medium hubs will be able to have that um, uh, matching fund much more uh, readily available than non-hubs, uh, even though it's only 5% for non-hubs uh, because of the pandemic and the impact on the revenue to non-hubs, uh, they're going to have a little bit more difficult time to get that 5%, but I think overall, um, every airport category is gonna be really benefiting from this uh, grant and this bill. And my last question for you today, I know this bill still is not law, it still needs to clear the house, but what should airport leaders start thinking about now in terms of their own needs in this bill? And what kind of steps should they be considering to make sure they're in the best position to advance their projects and obtain this funding once it does become law? Well, I think this is where uh, uh, strategic thinking has to uh, prevail at the airport and uh, uh, have their project uh, uh, not only planned but designed and and ready for to compete for these funds. Uh, you know, you look at Dallas Fort Worth Airport; uh, they're very visionary in there. They have uh, uh, started uh, renovation of. Uh, uh, a big terminal project over there, uh, Terminal C renovation, which uh, Suffolk Construction is fortunate to be part of the team that's going to renovate that uh, that terminal. Um, uh, and um, they have done that in a time that other airports are not putting work out yet. 
So uh, they anticipated this bill. They will be in the forefront of getting some of this money for their projects. And that's a visionary thinking. I think airport need to do that. Airport need to be in the forefront of how we can get ready for this um, for this funding. How can we compete for it? And uh, uh, they need to be uh, ahead of the curve. You know, prior to COVID, a lot of airports were behind the uh, the curve because. They had a lot of passenger growth and their facility could not fit uh, that growth. And they were trying to renovate their airport uh, while they have growth in passengers and growth in operation. Uh, COVID hit and in a way gave some some chances for these airports to correct those those uh, you know uh, uh, those metrics and to start looking at uh, being ahead of the curve for the growth that's coming. So um, I, I, I think that airport leaders need to really be visionary and move forward with their projects and be able to have the ability to compete for these dollars uh, as they come out. Thanks again for listening to today's podcast. For the latest information on the infrastructure funding bill, make sure to subscribe to the Airport Business Daily Newsletter. I'm Joe Petrie. Thanks for joining us today.